you are listening to the From Scratch Body. I'm Liv Austin and I believe that anyone can cook. Since being diagnosed with endometriosis, I have been on a journey to find out what food makes me feel great. By cooking my meals from scratch, not only have I started feeling much better, I've also fallen in love with cooking completely. So every week we explore a new topic that can help us feel better and become better cooks and then I share a recipe with you so you can cook along with me if you want. You can always find the recipes and the transcripts from the podcast on my website, thefromscratchbody.com. Rosehip powder can be bought from tons of different shops online and on the high street. But why? What's the benefit? And how do you use it? Welcome to the From Scratch Body. We are going to look at this health cheat code today, rosehip powder and rosehip in general. There is a bit of an ongoing theme for me of having stuff in my kitchen cupboards that I bought for a purpose, but what that purpose was, I'm not really sure. It's always one of two things. I've read or heard somewhere that it's good for you and contains something I want to add more of in my diet, or I've learned about some recipe that you can use it for. Usually, it's both of these reasons. The only problem is, I often forget what the motivation was for buying it before I use it. Rosehip powder was perhaps a bit like that, and I've had quite a bit of it in my kitchen cupboards now for ages. And to be fair, I have been adding a little bit to my bread, maybe 100 grams or a bit less, and it's a lovely, fragrant addition. I mean, who doesn't want their kitchen smelling of both freshly baked bread and roses, right? But I was sure I'd bought it for its amazing health properties. I just couldn't remember what they actually were. So today I've been doing some reading and here is what I've learned. I'm going to share it with you. Rosehip is more than just the ultimate cheat code for the computer game Sims. Why on earth I remember that some 20 years later, I have no idea. I just know that if you typed in Rosehip on Sims, you could get more money and build your house bigger and advance in your career faster. I digress. Unless that actually is the benefit of Rosehip. Oh man, can you imagine? Okay, so back to the real world. Rosehip, also called the fruit of the rose, because, well, it is is a round bulb full of seeds on the rosebush. You're bound to have seen them in gardens and along the side of roads. They are red, orange in colour, and it turns out, full of amazing health benefits. The rosehip blooms later than the actual rose, in late autumn, in fact. It is the seeds inside the bulb that contain all the great nutrients, lots of vitamin C and fibre, as well as some vitamin A, B5 and E. A small study showed that taking rosehip powder can lead to a decrease in wrinkles, which seems to be because of the antioxidants in rosehip, vitamin C and fatty acids. Wow, okay, anti-aging? This might be why I bought it. But there are other amazing benefits too. It can fight oxidative stress and inflammation and therefore help reduce arthritis pain, for example. I mean, reducing inflammation is amazing for so many reasons. We've looked at that tons of times with different types of food. Another study on rosehip showed that it can help with fat loss and it can also lower cholesterol and blood pressure. Very important for me. Now I'm kind of gutted that I've used the last bits of the bag and I'm probably going to buy some more. This is like a real-life cheat code. 
If you're wanting to add some rosehip to your diet, and why wouldn't you if all of the stuff I just mentioned is true, I definitely recommend adding a bit to your bread or other baked goods. One suggestion will be right with you after the break. Maybe it would be nice in a cake as well, muffin or pancake mix too. I haven't tried those, but I can only imagine. Definitely try and add some in a smoothie or a milkshake. That's super easy to just add in as like a sweet powder or pop some into a soup, which is quite common in Scandinavia, Sweden, for example. If you have any other ideas on how to use rosehip powder, or if you know of any other amazing health benefits that come with rosehip, do let me know by messaging me on the From Scratch Body on Instagram. That's it. I'm definitely ordering some more. Right after the break, we're going to do some more baked goods. I'm all about the baked goods these days. We're going to do Scandinavian bread rolls. Stay with me. With pretty much the same ingredients as my previous recipe for polar bread, if you listen to that episode, we make some soft, delicious bread rolls, Scandi style today. And I also share how you can make them super cozy and autumnal if you're a bit basic like me. There's never a bad time for one of these. I just love these bread rolls. There's something about them, maybe the added butter and milk or the sweetness of the honey, or sweetener of your choosing, that make them slightly different from other boring bread rolls. I don't really know. Runstikid, which is what they're called in Norwegian, directly translates to round pieces. So yeah, you now speak Norwegian. Adding pumpkin spice to these is just chef's kiss, and you can even substitute a bit of the flour in this recipe with rosehip powder if you want to be super healthy. So this is a recipe for about 10 Scandinavian bread rolls. You need 50 grams of butter, 300 milliliters of milk, 200 milliliters of water, two tablespoons of fast action dry yeast, a tablespoon of sweetener, honey definitely recommended if you're not vegan, half a teaspoon or even a bit less of salt, 100 grams of ground oats or oat flour. Just blitz some oats in a blender for a few seconds. That's how you get oat flour. 300 grams of wholemeal flour, 300 grams of plain flour, and a bit of an autumnal bonus, a tablespoon of pumpkin spice. I do have a recipe for pumpkin spice on my website, thefromscratchbody.com. You can add that in with the flowers. It's so fragrant and super duper tasty. Optional, an egg for an egg wash on top, but you can skip this. You can just use butter, milk, oil or water too, or nothing at all. And some seeds on top if you wish, poppy, sesame, pumpkin or sunflower or a mix. Again, you don't have to do this, but it is really lovely. You melt the butter gently and pour it into a bowl. Add the milk and water and mix in the yeast. Let it all blend well and settle for a minute. Add your sweetener of choice and salt, and then bit by bit, add flowers and pumpkin spice, if adding, until you have a nice dough. Knead it gently, you don't have to knead it for too long, and let it rise under a damp cloth or cling film in your bowl for 45 minutes or an hour if you have time. On a floured surface, roll the dough into a long sausage shape and cut into equal parts. Then shape the parts into smooth buns that fit just inside your hand or a bit bigger. I got 10 rolls, I think, when I made this, but your dough might give you a couple more or a couple less. 
Put a tea towel over the rolls and let them rest for about 15 minutes. Heat your oven to 230 degrees Celsius. I think that's about 450 Fahrenheit, possibly a bit less if you're using a fan-assisted oven. Cover two baking trays with baking paper and place the bread rolls on them. If you want to top them with an egg wash, mix one egg in a bowl and brush some on top of each roll. If you're adding seeds on top, sprinkle them on after the egg wash or milk, butter, oil or water wash. Bake the breads for about 15 to 20 minutes. All ovens are different, but you don't want them overly cooked as they won't be soft. Let them cool on a cooling rack and freeze the ones that you're not going to have there and then or the next day because it's lovely to have them more fresh and you can easily thaw just the ones that you need for the next day. These bread rolls are delicious with any kind of poor leg, just like the polar breads as we call it in Norway. Poor leg is any kind of spread or food that you choose to top your bread with. It can be brown cheese, Norwegian brown cheese, which is so, so delicious, or just jam, egg, avocado, cheese, honey. Did you make the Scandi bread rolls? Did you like them? What did you have them with? Share on Instagram and tag the From Scratch Body and hashtag the From Scratch Body so I don't miss it. And I will be here next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember that you can always check out the recipe on my website, thefromscratchbody.com, if you want to have it in front of you when you're cooking. But be brave and make it your own too. Also check out my Instagram at thefromscratchbody and my YouTube channel, The From Scratch Body, for lots of food inspiration that you can totally recreate yourself. Remember, cook from scratch and your body will thank you. See you next week.